Welcome to Here for the Wrong Reasons. This is our first episode of a brand new sexy Bachelor Nation podcast. And I'm Ryan. I'm Anna. We are a husband and wife team. We got to introduce ourselves so the people know that we are credible Bachelor experts. So I just listened to some jackasses talking about this show. Uh, we've been watching this show. How long have you been watching this show? Uh, season three. Season three. Oh, I, I jumped in Matt Grant's season. <laughs> Charming British guy, I loved it. He, he charmed me as much as he charmed whatever that celebrity's kid. I mean, you're definitely just a jackass watching The Bachelor. That's right, but that's this one half of the team. The other half of the team sure. is a dedicated Bachelor fan. That's me. That's you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we've got now that the people know who we are. Let's meet the contestants from this this season. So, what do you want to talk about? This is our first show. We're kind of winging it here, folks. Uh, let's run through the episode. Okay. Yeah. yeah, let's talk it through. Let's talk it over because so people want a recap. Yeah, it's become um, kind of custom on the show to not just jump right in, right? So they got to bring back old contestants to give advice. If this is on um, a season of The Bachelor, usually the guys are doing it like without their shirts on. Right. They're working out together. Bro it out. style. Yeah. 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 I liked this was like an A-team of bachelorettes or something. Like all the, you know, coming together to form like a A-team. Justice League of the, the bachelorettes coming to... Join forces, make sure that JoJo knows what she's doing. Yeah. So what, did you notice anything uh, with the talk on The Bachelorettes? Any of the advice they gave her? Did any of it stand out to you? You know, I liked the, the not getting distracted by the hot guys. You know, that's advice that I would give any woman. Waiting a week? Waiting a week, yeah. Now, kind of playing it cool. I liked that move. Yeah. Sort of, I don't think that JoJo did that. I don't think she followed that advice. Although we both also, well, or I noted that that was Allie that gave the advice to not choose someone just because they're hot, but they that relationship lasted a fair amount of time. It wasn't a, a Chris Souls and, um, what's her face, Whitney Biscoff or whatever her name was. That's true. That's true. There was some chemistry there. Right, it's not like she chose that guy that she left on the glacier who got the tattoo. <laughs> but I'm saying that she chose the hot guy, but they dated for a long time. Right, that's what I'm saying. She chose the hot guy, but it wasn't a glacier leaving someone on the glaciers After type situation. He got his hand tattooed yeah. for her to Best garden <laughs> garden protect time. That could have would have been another good name for this show, Garden Protect. Um, I noticed that she talked a lot about values, which uh, I have complained a little bit in recent seasons that it's been, um, I say this about the voice as well, as you know, mm-hmm. that it's pushing towards a very Jesus-centric uh, point of view. Is she Jesus-y? Is I that... don't know. I mean, I'm assuming since she made it that far with Ben and oh. he was, uh, you know, he has the scripture tattoo right right his pastor was in every other episode including the that poor pastor one. they made him just walk around the halls right he might still be walking around that studio right now just waiting to marry somebody but yeah that'll be interesting as you know one of my favorite uh contestants so far is ali i thought he was really uh handsome right but i'm guessing that he's muslim right I'm, right well how are they going to deal with that this might be one of the most timely politically charged seasons of the bachelor yet yeah, they might really delve into I think some powerful stuff. They're probably going to do a lot of political talk. 
talk. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot about that. It's going to bridge some barriers here. You know, we're kind of talking about lifting the sanctions with Iran. This might this might help. All right, let's jump in with some of the guys. Okay, I'd like to talk first. They had that little montage at the beginning, and there's nothing I like more. One, random seagull shots are big for me. I like that. And two, I love seeing a recap of a love that failed. So that we know that JoJo has really oh, yeah, earned yeah. this right at the beginning, right? JoJo, here's how JoJo really well, got they kicked around. Do that. Yeah, oh, I know, and I'm saying that they've got to do it, right? And then that... she says that she remembers how that felt with Ben. I remember that feeling I had with Ben, and I, of course, you do. That was literally like six months ago. Right. It was. It was eight weeks ago. This happened. <laughs> Right, I remember it like it was yesterday, and I can watch it on TV whenever I want. So, all right, well, yeah, well, let's get into the guy. So, who who stood out to you there? Well, so the first guy they start off with is Grant, and he is uh, looked to be African American, uh, and I noticed that there was a little what there were maybe two or three black guys. There was the Asian guy, mm-hmm. uh, Ali. So I do think that they're kind of. Uh, <laughs> listening to the complaints of the lack of diversity maybe in previous seasons Mm -hmm. and obviously you know people who watch the show know that even if they bring in this diversity oftentimes those those folks don't make it very far in the show itself but it was kind of nice to see um a little bit of (laughs) a little bit more diversity in the you know the first run through right i agreed and they and they had christian address that head on Mm -hmm. um yeah and i would i'm sure this will come up time and time again but you know i think it's america it's time for a black bachelor or bachelorette i nominate idris elba as america's first (laughs) black bachelor he's too street But no, I, uh, I agree. I and think I that liked was Grant, the fire, the mm-hmm. black firefighter, fl- until he made the uh, looking for somebody that lights my fire. He had to do that Con- contractually. You always have a choice. He had to do that. You always yeah. have a choice. I think Chris Harrison held a fire hose to his head and said, "You will say this." <laughs> uh, Jordan sure. is next. The NFL guy, who, as I said, neither of us as English teachers knew who he was. He plays baseball. He sports is that right? It. Yeah. He does he's sports. a he's a hockey player. <laughs> he, sh- he shoots goals. <laughs> Hits some homers for the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Babe Ruth he, he brought his baseball bat and he pointed it at JoJo. No, he is he is a football player, which means that he has he that He was a football he player. He was. He was and he and bragged he has, about playing He on, has a brother. That... He has a fame more famous brother. Is his brother's name Peyton Manning? I don't know. Did he I deflate mean, footballs? <laughs> These are the things that I know about football, right? He deflated some footballs. He's off the three different teams. Which, is that a good sign that you were? I don't, I don't follow the NFL, but he bragged that he was on three different teams. Uh, that, that was seems... not good for Lamar Odom oh. when he was playing basketball. Oh, snap. That's true. It's only a matter of time before this guy ends up in a Las Vegas brothel. Mm-hmm. I'll say, too, he almost certainly has whatever that concussion-induced rage is. So JoJo should... <laughs> Watch out for that, right? She she gets some MRIs before she takes it too far with Jordan, who spoiler alert kills it. Well, yeah, right? he, touchdown yeah. for Jordan on this episode. Whoa, Ooh, now see me throwing around. It's like a, I'm I'm drinking a brew right now. It's like I'm talking with the guys. He um, also I thought was a little reminiscent of Sean Caitlin's man. Mm, yeah, uh, and one of the montage shots he was wearing very skinny jeans yeah uh he was wearing a, hard to play like football leather well he doesn't play football anymore well, that's why 
but I thought that he was a little bit, little, little Shawnee. So okay. I'll be interested to see if that was, you know, something that continues. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call it here. If he doesn't make it all the way, he's a top, my top pick for next Bachelor. Yeah. What they're going to do already. Because they can do all kinds of football puns with it, you know? Like what? Many football no, puns. No, just Many do different. One. Just say um, one. Just one. I'm going to make it to the first down with you. <laughs> <laughs> can be like the bases, but, you know, I'm going to make it second down with oh, her. Oh, man. Yeah, there we go. Football pun. Y'all, Boom. we live in Alabama, too. Apparently, there are a number, of, no a number of sports teams here, footballers. I'll, I'll mention this. So, a couple things. I mean, obviously, Jordan stood out to me. Um, I'll say just, I don't think Anna's going to mention this, but I heard her say, whoa, approvingly, about two different guys. Um, uh, James, who was doing the, the push-ups on the beach. And Ali also got a whoa from uh, you. It was James doing push-ups because Alex was also doing push-ups. Alex was oh, was he? The, um, he does push-ups the, later with JoJo on his back. Uh, I think he also did it during his montage. Okay. Ali, I did. I definitely said whoa. I yeah. think I, I will go ahead and say Ali is my tentative choice. My choice of just who I think is the most attractive, not okay. of who I think she will choose. Right, but if you were I JoJo, thought, yeah. if you were in JoJo's shoes, yeah. first impression, Rose him. Ali. Um. I'll say Alex did have that picture of the dog with the goggles on, which I don't know if JoJo saw that, but if she did, that would probably sway her a little bit. Alex also said that he was ready for, quote, a real girlfriend, which makes me wonder, like, do you have fake girlfriends? Right, hookers or inflatable girlfriends. I was thinking more like yeah. Lars in the real yeah. girl style. Yeah. Also, he's really short, and I don't want to be a heightist, but... I am picturing JoJo as pretty short, and Alex was basically right at her height. So. Right, right, yeah. It's, it's something working against it's Something him. to think about. Yeah. I mean, we've got to talk about the boner guy, right? I mean, that's... It was bothering you. He looked like somebody. That is... Who is the... Who's the... Evan. Evan is the boner guy. There we go, guy. yes. The yes. erectile dysfunction specialist, former yep. pastor. Yep. It is bothering both of us. We think he looks like someone. I say Drew Lachey, but I'm also willing to say that I think that there's somebody else that he looks like. I just, I couldn't figure it out. It was bothering me the whole night. He made it through, so we have yep. at least we, one more episode to figure it out. We didn't see much of him. Though you would he think... was incredibly agitated at the end when he thought that there was a chance that he wasn't going to get a rose. He's yeah. invested. Yeah. Oh, he's in. He's, he's in it. Yeah. You're going to be hearing more from Evan. Uh, let's see. We've got let's another see. black guy, Christian. I just noted that that you know again with the diversity. Mm-hmm. Luke, I have in my notes. Villain. Dot. 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 Eh. Never mind. So I don't know what that's about, but uh, clearly I... That's the Texas guy, right? Yeah. Not James Taylor. Not James Taylor. Texas yes, guy. other Texas guy. Think, there were a lot of Texas... They really went heavy on the Texas Well, which I think is smart, because yeah. I think one of the things that, you know, obviously is hard once they get out of the actual show is how you make it work in reality. So oh, good call. You don't have to have the discussion about where you're going to move. You do not. It's almost like Whether they're trying... you're going to move to the, the farm right. in Iowa. It's almost like they're trying to ensure that these people actually last. The compatibility. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we get the kind of um, 
the guys that get a little more time, right? And then mm-hmm. they kind of just throw us into the first night where yeah. all of the guys start coming out. So I will say I really liked it that Robbie made fun of the way that her mom drank straight from the champagne right. bottle. Right, I that's that a good was, move. It's a good, well, I've, I as a viewer thought it was funny. I feel like it's actually not a good move. Like you're basically making fun of her mom the first minute you meet her. Like that's going to be your first interaction. Right. I don't think that's necessarily well, very they're, smart. They're <laughs> definitely playing the family up. I've seen several quotes, headlines, not actual articles that I've read, but headlines indicating that JoJo's family is going to be playing into this a whole lot more. Yeah, sure, because the brothers were on reality TV themselves. and Oh, well, what were they on? Oh, that um, reality TV dating show that Ava Longoria produced, like four or five years ago. One of Wait, the brothers was for, on. They were one for of a... the brothers was on that. Wow, they broke the reality TV <laughs> TV mold. Well, I'll say a couple things before because I want to get into the guys. I want to talk about who had the best and worst interest um, entrance. I'll mention a couple things first, though. I like that Chris Harrison basically his job has just reverted to stating making factual statements. He'll just say, like, you are the bachelorette. JoJo, you're the bachelorette. Like, that's his job now, is just telling us the audience facts so that we can follow along. And then as they drove up, I don't know who well, said I just, it. Well, can I just say, yeah. too, on that note, I want to lament. I feel like in recent seasons, Chris Harrison has taken a little bit more of a backseat. And I, I agree. think it's a shame. And he's, like, he's divorced now. So, if anything, he should be able to devote more time to the show. Right. What probably is he doing? ruined his marriage. Yeah, what has he got going on? Um, so, I, I say let's beef up the Harrison. More Harrison. I like that. Oh, and the other thing, when, when they pulled up in the limo, one of the guys said, and I quote, of JoJo's dress, that dress is fire. Not is on <laughs> fire, but that dress is fire. Is that something that I should be saying? Yes. Okay. I'm going to start saying that to you. Watch out. When you next time you wear a hot dress, I'm going to say that dress is fire. You're going to love it. Okay. So. So who, some of the guys. Yeah. yeah. Who knocked you, knocked you out? Um, well, I can tell you who didn't knock me out. So Will, who's the engineer. Who He's the one who the dropped the cards. cards. Which, like, of course, he's an engineer. He's super awkward. Um, I would not. He's not... I don't see him getting through too many more rounds. Well, and also, so I'll say with that gag, at first I thought it was money. I thought he was dropping (laughs) money. And then I thought he had dropped playing cards. Like, it took me probably 30 seconds just to understand the gist. Well, it was hot. I also didn't know if he legitimately had cards that he had mixed up. And I don't think JoJo knew either. Like, the joke was kind of hard to figure out. when, Because mm-hmm. I think that ultimately that was the gag, was that he dropped right. them, he mixed them up, and then when he reread it, it was funny. But I think JoJo just thought that he had mixed them up. And she, right. she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And, like, and I'll say when he... That's a good JoJo, by the way. Mm-hmm. Get a chance to bust that out. When he... Re, it wasn't that funny, too. When he, That was a no. lot of build-up for not a lot of joke. And you have Chad... Luxury real estate agent nice. from Tulsa. Nice, a lot of luxury real estate who, there. Right. I mean, there's yeah. just no chance that you that can guy's you not can buy. Yeah, you can buy a, a bathroom that does not allow transgender people. Chad there. also played <laughs> played the um, hard to get card, which I think is bold on the first night. So instead of saying like, "I can't wait to talk to you," "I'm so excited to get to know you," he said. Come find me when you come inside. 
Like, oh. you come find me, JoJo. Remember my name. I'm Chad. I sell luxury real estate <laughs> in Tulsa, and I'm just going to sit on the couch until you come find me and say that you want to talk to me. That is a good move. All I have for Chad in my notes is that he said, hey, a lot. <laughs> in my memory, that's all he said was just, hey, and walked away. But maybe that's how good he was at playing hard to get, is that I just remember him being cool as a cucumber, yeah. coming up, saying, hey, not dropping his cards, not doing the blue ball bit, not wearing a kilt. Right, some of the other guys. So well, yeah. So John comes in. It was a little gimmicky, heavy. I feel like there have been uh, opening. There have been seasons that were. I mean, come on. Last season on The Bachelor, that girl had the mini horse. Right. Right. Well, no, it was Jojo but, came in with a unicorn with a unicorn on her, on her head. head. Yeah, like she's not in any position to judge. <laughs> she is guys. in a glass house <laughs> here, as far as things go. But what I don't want to be, they were they were boring. The first first yeah. four or five, though. Jordan, let's well, say I I, like... I hate to say it because you know he's the quarterback coming in, but he kept it classy, played he it did. cool. No, yeah. he's and I mean I think that that's kind of the classic first night dilemma. Do you want to do something crazy that'll make you stand out, but that could ultimately kind of backfire or not be funny or just be awkward? Or are you just going to kind of say, I'm really excited to be here. It's nice to meet you, which is classy, but it's not at all memorable. Well, you know what? I would like to see like Nate Silver on 538 crunch some numbers and see... What, what works, right? So all the winners, right? That what did like they do? That's something that you should do. That's what I'm saying. We should get some that status. That's like something that you would do instead of instead doing of work. the stuff that gets you tenure. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. that I assume that would get me tenure if I put that in my file, right? So here's the correlations between how you come out of the limo and whether you win, how far you get. Do some some standard regressions. That kind I of think thing. that the crazy ones get pretty far because there yeah. was a girl that got really far that showed up in a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. You have Jojo and the unicorn. The mask guy. He made it a couple of episodes. The mask guy didn't make it that far. So anyway, you've got Creepy Daniel, the Canadian. Ali, who I still like, but when he came out of that limo, he looked like he was about to vomit. He looked really, really nervous. He was sweet. Mm -hmm. And then I liked how he said, very honestly, I hope I don't fuck this up. Um, I just thought that that was, at least he was just being honest. That's a pretty good line, actually. And then James Taylor comes out yes. playing his guitar. Now, I was curious. It did not appear to me that James Taylor actually knew how to play the guitar. Uh, I already don't like it that he shows up playing the guitar. I feel like uh, just kind of historically on the show, guys that show up with guitars tend to be assholes. Um, so I think that that's kind of a douchey move. I also thought that it was really funny that he told her, I mean, I want to say definitely two, maybe even three times, you are way prettier in person than you are on TV, which I feel like is a total, like, that's not a compliment, right. it's, It doesn't sound right. Yeah, no. you were ugly on TV. I, I know mean, he's like, trying to be. Maybe you say be... it once, like, because you're nervous, but he kept saying it. Well, and you can phrase that right. Here's your line. Just say you're pretty. You don't have to say you're more pretty here than you were on TV. Well, you can spin it, right? You can say, you know, I thought you were gorgeous on TV and you're even more beautiful. Right, yeah. There you go. But it made it sound like she was a real uggo on TV and like, oh, you turned out you are actually kind of attractive after all. So John shows up in a kilt, which is like... 
I mean, obviously, it's a little unusual, but I put in my notes, like, the guys, when he walks in, they act like they have literally never seen a kilt before in their lives. Right, and they act like ape shit they act it. like he has <laughs> shit on his face. I mean, that's that's what they're acting like, is that he came in. Yeah, well, and also, so we can't slide past the, the big dick joke oh, that he yeah. made. I mean, Which, we gotta... Yeah, and he obviously doesn't make it in the end. Um, and I think that probably most people would blame the kilt on that, but I would like to think that it was the penis joke. Right. In the end, JoJo is a classy girl. She's not gonna let that kind of thing go. Well, though. she also didn't get it. Yeah, so yeah, and she, she, he left it, quote, open to interpretation. <laughs> Though I'll say, I think this is a good time to interject and say, I don't think I've ever heard a Bachelorette comment so extensively on the attractiveness of the boys. Every single boy, she was talking about how handsome they were, talking about Jordan's butt. JoJo's kind of boy crazy a yeah. little bit. Although, so I'm going to make a bold statement and say that I think that the... Um, I think the attractive guys in this season are really attractive, but I do think that there seems to be a higher level of kind of mid-range. Yeah. I mean... Sixes. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of sixes coming on this show. Tulsa sixes. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a New York four. Yeah. LA three. An Alabama nine. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan and I are actually 12s in Alabama. (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, so you... Daniel, I also noted that <laughs> that Daniel, who later strips down to his underwear, uh, was offended by John coming in in the kilt and said that he really hated it that that guy wasn't keeping it cool for the first night. That's right. No, he was. <laughs> there were a lot of comments about the gimmicks. Yeah. From Daniel and what that other guy, Chad Saint... or Nick, one of the other guys was Saint also. Nick, baby. Well, no, no. The guy who was bitching about all the gimmicks. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of the other guys. I, well, I know who Saint Nick Santa is. Santa came yes. out with the gimmick. Which Daniel, does... again, very offended by that. You <laughs> said that you liked it the santa thing but i say like what guy thinks that a woman wants to get plowed by santa claus i mean that's i feel like that's actually probably a fairly common sexual fantasy interesting we need to google that because uh, not google i mean it's seasonal like sure (laughs) i'm just saying it's Santa seems so um, asexual to me, despite Mrs. Claus and their many years of happy marriage together. And side note, I kind of feel like you need to stop watching so much Family Feud. You've learned too many euphemisms for sex. Plowed. Yeah. Yeah, that is a Family Feud euphemism. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. But I, I think my point stands. Which, And I'm, I'm really excited to hear from you, the listener, on all of this stuff. Would you like to be plowed by Santa Claus? Do you like... The kilt. I mean, where do you like the gimmick or that not? We're expecting. Guy, we need to get an email for this so that people yeah, can start emailing we'll it, us. We'll get it. We'll get a web page, yeah, a website, web, web presence, you, a Twitter we handle. Follow the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Best line of the night, hands down. Have you been following the internet over for the, the past past, <laughs> past few months? I have been following the internet for the past few. But months. we're not. We're not there yet. So we still have more. No. We've got the mustache guy who really, I think, overshoots. How much people enjoy puns. Right. Like he's, Even me. Yeah. Even me. I didn't. And how... Even my student who's like, she loves puns. I feel like 
It's not like, come on. Well, you got to do something bigger. And mustache-based humor <laughs> in this day and in 2016. And I must ask you a question, which is on like every, like our our six-month-old has a onesie with that right. on it. You're not even being right. I'm wearing a shirt right now that says I must ask you a question. No, you don't no. think the audience... Don't lie to It's the a audience. podcast. They can't tell no. that I'm not... We- I could be wearing that shirt. Everybody has He's not something. wearing a shirt. I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing just, a shirt at all. He's just wearing underwear like Daniel. Like Daniel. It's time to get nuts up in here. Um, we have Sal with blue balls. Jake, who is a landscape architect, which I said I'm pretty sure just means that he's a gardener. Uh, Brandon, who's... The hipster. Yeah, his Brilliant. occupation is hipster. Brilliant. And it should be noted that, like, Daniel's occupation was just Canadian. James is Bachelor Superfan, which you and I have had this discussion before. It's one of those things that I think audience members picked out and made fun of The Bachelor when they were doing it quite sincerely, mm-hmm. um, picking kind of like funny words right. for the chicken girls' enthusiast. Yeah, but yeah. well, but the chicken enthusiast I think is kind of. Almost where they, like, jumped the shark in that. Yeah. Like, they're making it too obvious that they, too, are in on the joke. It's getting a little self-aware. Well, let's talk about uh, uh, Wells. What's yes, his name? All the Radio DJ. So let's say, first of all, this is the biggest gig that All for One has had in, what, a decade, maybe? I mean, this could be their big return. Yeah. I think they might be at the 90s show. The 90s show. We're going to the 90s show next yeah. week. Well, then we might have to talk about that a little bit. On a, on a that might be episode. why they're on the show. Although Probably. Boys to Men was on uh, another season. They, they Boys to Men kind of had that resurgence, but like they were brought in officially, whereas just this guy that's just true. brought All yeah, for yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, I'll go out on a limb, All for One, not sounding that great. Well, I think that's the thing is, so if the guys were... Um, you know, kind of worked into a fervor over John's kilt. They also go ape shit over this guy bringing in all for one, which is cool, but I don't think it's like um, they're all like, we might as well just go home. Right. Like, I feel like they act like that. He pulled the all one for of the one guy move. says, who can compete with that? Uh, one of the guy does the Wayne's World, we're not worthy move, which I feel like. Oh, I like, missed that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll yeah. say later it becomes clear that it's annoying. To have all for one following you around all the time. So they even talk about that. And it also becomes clear that Wells, despite being a radio DJ, is nearly incapable of clapping on rhythm. Barely capable of clapping at all. in like Kanye or Drake or somebody else (laughs) who goes by one name. I feel like they act like he's brought in like the hottest musical act. And it's not. I mean... All for one just had literally that one hit, right? Am I think I so. Maybe something? two. Maybe two. Did they? I, they no. didn't sing Sukiyaki, did they? I don't know what that is. It's all because of you. I'm feeling right. sad and blue. No, okay. they did have another hit though. Okay. I don't. Oh, Google that. Google right. that. Google Santa plus sexual <laughs> fantasy, and then Google all for one. All for hit. one. Right, and it's a numeral four. We should we should point that out to the listener at home who can't see what we're googling right now. Oh, I can love you like that. There it is. Yeah. Also dubbed the Dukes of R and B, says Wikipedia. Oh, which, she's got skills. Oh, nice. I'm surprised that um, no one said that he brought the Dukes of R and B. How can we compete with that? <laughs> we're not worthy. We're not worthy. Pretty good, Wayne. 
<laughs> okay, so I think that covers yeah, covers the boys. We so we start moving into you know chatting time. Yeah, I'll say to one of the guys said, "quote that there's a real modge podge of guys here." <laughs> He's a, craft, and it is, he's a crafter. It, it is a modge podge of guys for certain. <laughs> um, Jordan, again, clear front runner. I thought oh, yeah. all of the other guys are super nervous. Jordan is like kind of, I even thought this was a little creepy, but he's stroking her hair in a way that was right. very like familiar and sexual. But I think that was really um like Jojo clearly really liked that because right. she's bitching about how nervous the other guys are and then in comes Jordan with right, his, like, the smooth hair stroking. Yeah. yeah. Well and one of the other guys awkwardly, I don't remember who was awkwardly had uh their hand on like the, her back a little too close to the side boob, but like not yeah. like resting, like not rest just I sort feel of like sitting that's something there. That you would have done oh, when now. You were dating. <laughs> right. that's the I would but do when now. we were dating, I feel like you would like put your hand awkwardly on the small of my back. But you can read when someone isn't doesn't feel most comfortable people can doing do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> well most people can pick up on those kinds of cues. Um, let's see. Uh, again, Will, the awkward engineer, brings out a middle school fortune teller that he's mm. made from paper. Nice. And has, uh, what I would call one of the most awkward kisses in recent Bachelorette yep, history. absolutely. I mean, just total lack of sexual chemistry. She clearly does not want to kiss him at all, but he's going for it. He is, and but not with confidence. Yeah. He seemed to believe that if you do mash the mash game, that you were entitled to kiss <laughs> someone it's very briefly. I told you that. I, I don't understand. What is it? Mash is where you write mash at the top of a paper, and then you count, and you decide whether someone's living in a mansion Oh, but his was the four different where yes, you're going to live, you do, who you're you going like to marry. It it's yeah. a little uh, you can't see the gesture no. that I'm making with my hands, no. but it's yeah, you 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 use your hands for this. Yeah, um, oh, it was clear that Jordan was going to get the first impression rose. I mean, yes, yes, but I well, and I think you could tell how clear it is because they break it up. Um yeah. obviously after they have their first interaction, I think they they had the best um, chemistry she obviously likes him but they uh put it off for a while so that you're thinking oh maybe it's maybe it is gonna right. be will maybe, maybe it is alex doing push-ups with her <laughs> on his back um chad has i i would argue emerged as the villain of the season mm-hmm. um he's kind of doing something that a lot of villains do early on which is um you know overstating his confidence yep. Um, he's not Take, worried taking about down getting the a other rose. guys. Yeah. He also makes what I would say is a uh, fairly strange comment in saying that he knows that he's going to get far with JoJo because he's better than Ben, like kind of like Ben, but better than him. And then he says that Ben is just a, and I wrote it down because I thought it was an interesting quote: soft, supple, smooth, friendly guy. Yeah, it is an odd way to insult. It seemed like he was trying to sort of undercut his masculinity, but I mean, supple is that smooth? Would you would you describe Ben as supple? I mean, I have no. Would idea. you describe any man as supple? <laughs> I'm not sure that I would. I just thought that was weird. Yeah, agree. And and uh, JoJo said he was playing the mysterious, sexy card. 
I think so. So he's again. He's, he's the and I again. I think that that's going to go in his favor because right now, to my understanding and knowledge of the show, he seems to be the only one that's playing a little bit hard to get. Right, and that typically works in someone's favor. For about, I mean, honestly, for probably half a season, yeah, he can get by on that. Which is a lot of mileage. And, I mean, that's but what... But then she's going to start to complain that he's too closed off. Right. She needs more from I him. I need you to open mm-hmm. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, that's the advice that the ladies, the Justice League of Bachelorettes, gave to JoJo in the first place. So, he's sort of taking from that playbook. Mm-hmm. Keeping people at a distance. Playing a little hard to get. Well, let's let's Dan- get straight to Daniel. Yeah, you were about to do it too. Yeah. So he comes and he explains his joke, which is a fatal error. I mean, you know me, <laughs> and uh, you know I, I try to explain jokes, and probably right now I'm going to start doing it. But it's just that's it's over as soon as you're trying to explain your joke, and it goes terribly. It's some viral video <laughs> of which I'm and unaware. Can I just say that Ryan and I both spend. A lot of time on the internet. I am. We caught, have been like, following have, the internet. Yeah, we have two kids, and we basically just neglect them so that we can watch funny videos on YouTube. And I am unaware of that video. Damn, Daniel! Apparently, Damn, is the Damn Daniel. Damn Daniel! I thought it was a play on Martin. Damn Gina. Damn Gina. <laughs> I would have liked if he was making a Martin <laughs> reference, actually. That would have been a bold move to come in and well, make a Martin like reference. It's like the 90s, like they're bringing in all for one. Right. It's, it's all become cycling back around again. And it's ABC yeah. setting up their own Martin reboot coming up this fall <laughs> on ABC. But it wasn't. It was some, according to Daniel, wildly popular internet video that you would know about if you were following if the you followed the internet at all <laughs> well and then he goes around pillsbury doughboying people <laughs> poking their say, belly buttons like that is weird to do so he apparently was poking a lot of the guys belly buttons but i also feel like the guys were like flipping out about it it's like he was punching <laughs> them in the dick or, or something like, or like grabbing them inappropriately right like I agree that it's, you know, I mean, I don't go around randomly poking people in the belly button, but I also feel like if somebody did it to me, I wouldn't act like it was, like, the weirdest shit I would, f- I would find it odd, but not, yeah. It, well, I wouldn't and they flip also, out. they question that maybe it's a Canadian thing. May- and maybe it is. Who knows? Yeah. I do feel like Daniel is a pretty poor representative from Canada. I think he's probably an accurate representative. Oh, snap. Sorry, Canadian listeners. This is going to get a lot of traction Hashtag up north. sorry, Canada. What, you want to you wanna piss off an entire country? Um, I would also like to say that as the guys start to booze it up a little more, they did have some funny, some funny lines. Um, one guy, as they're cheersing their alcoholic beverages, said, Cheers to you, bro. And the reply was, cheers to rock and roll. Cheers to rock and roll. Which I'm totally going to start yes. using. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like the, what was the toast that we and were And Mad Man. Yeah. 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 Man. That was I was it? trying to remember it. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Something something great. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, this is going to be awkward for the listener. <laughs> we're gonna have to it was a really, out. yeah, it was a really great toast. Mad Men. From Mad Men. No. Okay. No, what was it from? All right, well, we'll stop talking about this now, listener. And we'll return next week. All right, so... Um, oh, it was the baseball movie. 
What? No, no the baseball movie is the <laughs> yeah, the yeah. I've been praying for you, no problem yeah, line. I yeah. Love yeah. Okay, Ali, um, again, I think he's very attractive. He made a kind of a creepy face when he was playing the piano. I feel like he's a, he's borderline creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, I'll say, you, you said that they had some funny lines. I thought, I don't remember. Oh, it was Cheers and How. And How. Yeah, that, that was a lot was of build-up yeah. for that, what eventually turned out to be what the actual toast is going to be. It's pissing me off that I can't remember I, that I, it was I'm from, I'm pretty though. sure it's from Mad Men. No. Google that. Oh. We got a long list. Oh, it's on Mad Men. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, I thought it was, it was a very boozy oh. cocktail party, and um, it also was one of the worst in my mind as far as misbehavior, and just no one was really being charmed. They were all nervous. They were all charming, or, or all charmless, I thought, except for um, our friend Jordan. Well, and they Jordan. were drinking a lot, which um, always happens to some degree, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, they seem to be kind of egging each other on a little bit. Right. Um, them coming into the interview room, which I thought was hilarious, but... Um, Again, you could tell that JoJo was getting a, a little annoyed. I mean, I just think that the first night is never a good indication of how the rest of the season is going to go. Because they're all out of their element. Sure. They're drinking way too much. It's clearly, I mean, it's a all-night thing. Like, when they right. when the guys were leaving who hadn't made it, it the sun was coming up. Um, but, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think that it was... Um, I don't think it was one of the best opening nights simply because it really didn't seem like JoJo was forming a lot of natural connections with a lot of the contestants. I thought some, a lot of them seemed really um, sweet and even you know, like kind of impressive. Right. Like Ali playing the piano, for example. But there wasn't a chemistry there. You keep there. coming back to Ali. I love yeah, Ali. You I mean, tickle I'm, your ivories, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> um, um, no, I mean, it seemed like they, they seem like... To just be more normal, you know. Other, there were a few Jordan superstars, but a lot of them were just sort of. One guy even compared himself to like a thirteen-year-old not knowing how to talk to girls, and it seemed like that. And as someone who remains a thirteen-year-old who Which, doesn't know how to talk to yeah, girls, yeah, right. Like in real know. life, that's sympathetic. Yeah, but, you know. I think, but on TV, you're like, eh, you got to get it together. Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, in a surprise twist, the jock does really well. With the girls, right? The football star. <laughs> it's kind of a big... And you're not bitter at all I'm not all bitter at all that. about that, no. I mean, I'm sure this is probably the first time that he's done well with, with women. Um, we, As we said earlier, we didn't really see anything of the boner guy at all. Um, what, what are you Googling? Nothing. That toast, it's annoying me. Did you figure it out? No, I didn't. I, okay. I just Googled the thing in Batman. <laughs> and I didn't... Didn't come up with anything. Our um, listeners will tell us. Stop calling him the boner guy. What do you want me to call him? He's an What's... erectile dysfunction specialist. What is his name? Drew Ethan? Lachey. <laughs> okay. All right. So we didn't see much of Drew Lachey. Um, I did, one of the guys said, I will never let you beg for my love on the bathroom floor. Which what, That's a reference from, from last season. I don't think that's a good move. Um, I don't think bringing up the heartbreak from last season is a good play. I don't know if that play. was a reference to last season. Well, one of if the guys it's not, said, it's just weird. One of the guys did a throwback of saying, I won't... Well, no, oh, yes, yes. Okay, that's true. Yes, that was last season. And one of the guys also said, I will never... I'm not going to fall in love with two girls. 
Again, I, just, I think bringing I'm up fall her, in love with you. her past heartbreaks, probably not a good call. I feel like that's better than telling her that she looks prettier in person. Well, yeah, most things are better <laughs> than that, except for the blue balls joke and the Daniel. Um, doing I want to say that things. Santa under the mask was super cute. Yeah, you liked him. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Not I'm a, a fan. Lump of coal I'm after a fan all. of Saint yeah. Nick. A fan can, of Santa. He can cook. <laughs> What, he can come down your chimney <laughs> yeah. anytime? Is that, yeah, yeah? That's where I was going with that. Yeah, that was my joke from earlier. He can uh, pack my stocking, stuff my can make st- <laughs> Make your nose light up anytime. You just said aren't making much sense anymore. <laughs> well, mine did. No, your, yours was good. Pack my stocking. That's stuff. Stuff my yeah, stocking. Yeah, stuff. There it is. Yeah. We got it. Cheers. We're Here's gonna, how. We will. <laughs> We will do a reader survey. A listener like, survey, yeah. Yeah. On the best uh, Santa euphemism. Ooh, nice. Santa sex euphemism. Nice, yeah. And you thought my Santa sex thing was weird earlier, and now no, we're back. No, I said that I think that's really common. No, you, you didn't want me to Google that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you to Google Santa sex. Uh, and by the so, end of the night, yeah. we're going to be doing uh, just that. So they follow up James, who again, again, tells her that she is so much prettier than she is on TV, um, with Luke, who's the other Texas guy who gives her cowboy boots. And I thought that was really sweet. I actually liked Luke. I would put him as a potential front runner. Potential spoiler. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I just, yeah. I think that he's cute. He's got a little kind of like strong, silent cowboy thing yeah. going on. He lives in Texas, which is, a, I would say, a big plus. She's going to like that. Yeah. She gives the first impression rose to Jordan. That is obviously no surprise. Um, what is a surprise? And big I am surprise. fucking pissed off because I had this spoiled for me um, by like a People magazine article. I, somebody uh, They do this, what is kind of a classic move for The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. They, um, you know, present a, a mystery character who's coming in at the last minute. Sometimes this happens on the first night. Something that they've done more recently is into like episode two or three. They bring in a new person, which is always a huge shitstorm with the uh, contestants that are already there. But so anyway, they bring in a mysterious figure and it is none other than, you can say it with me. Jake Pavelka. On the wings of love, up and above the clouds, the only way to fly. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Pavelka is back. Now, one of the other contestants, I'll, I'm almost positive, referred to him <laughs> as a monster. <laughs> Which I which think is, is accurate. Yeah, yeah entirely. He, apparently, he's a close family friend. Which of I was disappointed in. Um, I was really hoping that it was just like he had seen her right. on uh, Ben's season. Her. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind of what they usually do. Is just like I feel like we have an attraction. Um, but yeah, apparently they're close family friends, which I think if I were one of these contestants, to me would be a red flag sure. of why you don't want to be right. with JoJo. Right. It means that you're hanging out with Pavelka. Yeah, Pavelka's going to be flying in every other weekend. I was wondering, like, is Vienna going to come in with a broken bottle trying well, to stab JoJo? And listen, Jake Pavelka loves to be the guy that swoops in. He did that, that on flies his in. season. Yeah. yeah, when he was... <laughs> 
Good one. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, These are the kind of football puns right. they'd be making for the football guy. Although I will say, I mean, he does a good job of um, kind of tricking JoJo, right? And making it seem like he's going to ask to actually go on the show, which I thought was funny. You can literally see the fear in her yes, eyes. The terror. Yeah. Well, and I, sh- I thought he was going to one-up that and just be like, don't even, no, I'm not going to be on the show. Just leave with me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Forget this nonsense. Uh, but, that's but it's not. not. What he just not wants to, to give her advice, which I have. Um, why does he feel like he is in a position to give advice? Uh, we all know how his own stint on The Bachelor played out with the big breakup special between him and he and Vienna. He comes back on for Bachelor Pad. Vienna is dating Garden Protect. Yep, Garden guy. Protect time. Yeah. Um, so I don't really think that Jake Pavelka is in a, a great position to give advice on what to do. His advice was also fairly generic. Yeah. Yeah, like really it was, it was totally pointless. Up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked it that one of the contestants asked, how old is that dude? Because it has become increasingly... Um, obvious that if you are going to go on the bachelor if you go on and you're over like 30 years old i mean you might that's as well like be dead. Ger- it's Jerry. you're geriatric yeah. Yeah. yeah you're like coming up with a cane it's i mean right you might as well be wearing depends yeah and you might be that would be the gimmick <laughs> i think yeah that's how you would come out of the limo Probably with a cane and depends and yeah, say that you're the old man there. So there aren't really any surprises as the first episode wraps up. She gives a rose to Daniel, which clearly they were trying to play as a surprise. But at this point, as I said to Ryan, um, that is a trope that they have done in every season. I think at least the past five or six, there's some contestant that has just made a total ass out of themselves, whether it's drinking too much or jumping um, in the pool yeah, and you're, stripping down to yeah. your underwear or Daniel who did all of those things and the other guys don't like him, but the last rose inevitably goes to that person. Um, and sometimes they stick around for, for a while longer. Sometimes they don't. But yeah, so Daniel got a rose. Clearly a mandate from the producers. Yeah, Clearly. I guess. I mean, I mean I, there's no way that she's keeping that guy of her own well, free he's, will. Well, I don't think he's attractive. Well, and that's what it comes down to. It's not the... But he was muscular, let's face it. He was. He did he have was a good muscular, body when he was... You know. uh, I feel like he's a little Gaston-ish. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time Gaston-ish. Yeah. yeah. He eats four dozen eggs. Yeah. You want to make any... Um, any guesses for how the season goes none neither one of us is going to succumb to the reality steve temptation so we have no idea where the season goes right. i feel like it's pretty obvious that jordan jordan's gonna make it I quite would, a ways yeah make it i yeah i think that um that uh, luke is gonna do well as you yeah. said um she uh, she described James Taylor as having a kind soul. Yeah, she liked him. You know, I think he's going to do fine. She's going to pl- use him as sort of a counterpoint to Jordan and Chad. Um, you know, as sort of the nice guy um, who may or may not be capable of playing the guitar. The boner um, guy makes it through. So we have right. at least one more episode. I thought to we were out. to not call him the boner guy. Well, you anymore. were doing it. I thought his name was um, Drew Lachey. Um, yeah no I think we and I'll say we didn't watch the this season on to not spoil ourselves so I don't even know where they're going where do you think they're gonna go 
as far as uh, like lo- location. Yes, sexy well, locales. Well, so one of the things that we talked about last season um, is they have, I think, started to bring it down to earth a little bit. You know, there was a kind of, uh, let's say... There were some years of excess yes. where they globe trotting. Like, yeah, yeah, they were globe trotting. They were, I mean, literally taking trips around the world right. on the dates. The dates were excessive and mm-hmm. luxurious. Um, and it seems like, I mean, they had a date in Costco on Caitlin's season. Um, they're doing more, which I kind of like actually, because I think it's a throwback to the to early, the early days. Plus, yeah, kind of is America sort of interested in austerity right now? It's the era of austerity. We've got to cut back a little bit mm-hmm. as a nation, and The Bachelor understands that. Doesn't want to be a you know what was that movie Isla Fisher movie that came out right as the stock market crash and everyone said confessions, confessions of a shopaholic. of a shopaholic it backfired right. It, no one has any money. This asshole is shopping all the time. Nobody wants that. <laughs> right? Nobody wants to see you jet off and, you know. But I do. Jetting I mean, off I to Morocco and Chile. Are you done? <laughs> Are you done? Yes. Done. That's it. Continue. No, I don't have anything. Continue. I don't know. I, who knows where they're going. Right. Um, I think it'll be a good season, though. I think that JoJo will be a... Fun bachelorette. I don't think that she's as witty as Caitlin, who I really liked and enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I think Caitlin actually has a very smart sense of humor. But I do think that JoJo is more exciting than, say, Desiree, who I found incredibly bland. Um, I think that JoJo's sassy. I think yeah. she's smart. She's Yeah, and she's gonna. She's not going to take too much from the boys. No, that's true. I don't think that JoJo takes shit. Yeah, and that's exciting because, you know, you don't want to see these guys. You don't want to see... You know, these guys messing around and JoJo being a no being a doormat for that kind of thing. JoJo's so, not gonna take that. Hashtag feminism. So yeah, I think I think it's gonna be good. So stick with us, listener. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you here next week. We're very excited that you're joining us for our podcast. And tell us your favorite Santa sex euphemism. Yes. Damn, Daniel. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.